When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. It's a beautiful Wednesday morning. Hope the same for you wherever you are. We wanted to welcome anybody that's joining Sustainable Success for the first time. You can find us on Facebook at the Sustainable 2017 Facebook page. There you'll find on-demand versions from past shows with the other wonderful guests that we've had in the past, and you'll get a lot of great content there. So please make sure to visit us there, as well as the Voice America Influencers channel. Well, we have a great guest today. And I uh, met this gentleman at a social function a few months ago in uh, Long Island, and we had a great conversation. And today's topic is going to be heal your heart, change your mind for sustainable success. And our guest today is going to be Dr. Jeffrey Gurian. And Jeffrey, Dr. Jeffrey Gurian is the author of a new book called Healing Your Heart by Changing Your Mind, A Spiritual and Humorous Approach to Achieving Happiness. The book just came out, and we're going to be talking about some key points from that book today. But a little background about uh, Dr. Gurian. He's often described as a renaissance man. He does a lot of things. He's a retired cosmetic dentist and a former associate clinical professor at New York University in the oral medicine, oral facial pain department, where he taught for 12 years. He's also a practitioner of spiritual healing and energy, and he's worked and has been on the board of the Association for Spirituality and Psychotherapy since 1999, where he has lectured in their one-year course and at energy psychology conferences throughout the country. Also, this is very what I found very uh, great about Dr. Gurian. He's also the only doctor that I know of that's actually involved in comedy, and he's had a long-standing career there. He's uh, also been a nationally known comedy writer, comic producer, author, and host of Comedy Matters TV, and an inner channel with over 400 interviews he's done with A-listeners like Jimmy Fallon, Chelsea Handler, Bob Saget, Trevor Noah, Jack Black, Susie Essman, Louis C.K., Jim Carrey, and many more. He has written for legendary comedians like Raji Dangerfield, Joan Rivers, Jerry Lewis, Phil Hartman, Richard Belzer, and Gilbert Gottfried, and many others. So I, without further ado, I would like to welcome Dr. Jeffrey Gurian to the show today. Thank you, Chris. What a, what a great introduction. <laughs> Absolutely. We had a lot there, but you know, I wanted to make sure we got that all in because, I mean, obviously, you know, you're, a, you're, a, you're a doctor, you're a professor, you're involved in alternative healing, and you're you're involved in comedy. There's just so many great things there. Those working dynamics that really go into to living a well balanced life. So I wanted to make sure we got that out there to the listeners so they could really grasp that we're going to talk today. So we're going to be talking about heal your heart, change your mind for sustainable success. And a lot of this information comes from your new book, which we'll be obviously talking about today. And then also we'll let our listeners know where they can find your book later on, Jeffrey. So. What I wanted to ask you first is, can you explain the concept of heart wounds? Yes, and first I just want to say that it was it was such a synchronous 
synchronicitous event, how we met. I, I, I heard that you mentioned that, and it was fantastic because that's a lot about what the book is about. Um, things happen in your life. We're all on a path, and when you're on the right path, the universe opens up for you and brings people into your life that you're supposed to know. And that's exactly how we met. It was very, you know, it was very synchronicitous is a way that I like to describe it. Um, heart wounds <clears throat> are something that I, that I call, uh, from the time we're children, things hurt us. People, people tell us things that aren't true. Uh, we have heartbreak. We go through life experiencing things that are very painful. And those things stay with us. Uh, sometimes they're comments that are made by other people. We experience bullying, which is a very big topic these days. Oh, it's and huge. Many children don't feel like they fit in. Uh, childhood is a very vulnerable time, and unfortunately there are many kids. I don't know if this is part of human nature or not, but there are certain people that are picked on, and there seems to be a mean streak in a lot of kids, and you read about it every day, about kids committing suicide because they're being bullied. Um, for me, I was a very severe stutterer as a kid, and I stuttered well into my 20s and even beyond that. And so I know what it feels like to be different, to feel not part of. You know, I was also much younger than the other kids. I skipped a couple of grades, and I just never really felt like I fit into certain groups. And anytime someone ever lied to you or broke a promise to you or hurt you in some way, it's lodged inside of us in our heart chakra. I call them heart wounds. And these heart wounds affect every decision that we make. They stay with us throughout our, our whole lives unless we learn to release them. They affect our self-confidence. They affect our self-esteem. And every single decision that you make throughout your life is based on your thoughts. Because who else's thoughts can you use but your own? And if you have any intelligence, you tend to believe your thoughts. But very often, our thoughts are not valid. Our thoughts very often are comprised of things that people have said to us that hurt our feelings. And so we go through life with a lot of times with these negative thoughts about ourselves, and they affect every decision that we make. So as I was saying, every decision you make is based on your thoughts. If your thoughts are not valid, your decisions are not going to work out for you. And so in my own personal case, um, as I said, I was a very severe stutterer. And somewhere along the way, I picked up this negative image of myself. I must have had low self-esteem and a lack of confidence, and I stuttered very badly. And one day I realized that I didn't stutter when I was alone, that I could go into a room by myself and not stutter. And that told me, I, well, I consider it grace, to be honest with you. I, I was able to figure yeah. out that if I could do that, that there was really nothing wrong with me. Because you can't have a disability based on your location, right? If a man has a limp, he limps in every room of his house. He can't go into a room alone and walk perfectly. But if I could go into a room by myself and not stutter, then that told me that there was really nothing wrong with me. And so I worked on myself literally for years because my parents had taken me to speech therapy and no one was able to help me. And I was determined that I was going to get to the bottom of it. And I, I literally took my mind apart and examined all my thoughts, and I found thoughts that I was holding that were not valid for me. And I worked on literally changing my mind. And so this book that I wrote has been inside of me for so many years because I learned that you can change your thoughts. 
that just because you have these thoughts, you don't have to stay with them for your whole life. That you can, if you, any thought you create, you can uncreate. And it's not easy, and it's a process. But it's definitely possible, because if I did it, other people can do it as well. And so there are techniques in the book that teach people how to overcome obstacles in your life. And in order to achieve sustainable success, you have to be willing to free yourself from these thoughts that hold you back, these negative thoughts, and thoughts that are very often are heart wounds. Did I explain that okay? No, absolutely. And I, number one, I want to just commend you and, and love your transparency because that is so instrumental in healing and moving forward and growing from where we are, you know, growing from our false self or this false perspective, how we look at ourselves and growing into who we really are. And I, that, I, and I remember having that discussion with you when we met and I talked to you about what, when I wrote Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Create Prosperity, it's all about, you know, listening to that negative side of the inner critic that we have to not only turn off the tape, but we have to resolve the problem. We have to eliminate it and really come from the solution. And that's basically what I, you know, what you did. You saw the problem. You knew that you were stuttering, but it wasn't something that was permanent. It was something that was only in certain circumstances when you were around people and you knew that you were going to go about doing something about it, and you did. And that's so powerful. And that people that are listening today may be also experiencing something. It may not be stuttering. It might be something else. But it gives well, them hope that they know they can go about finding the root cause or what's holding them back in, in preventing this from happening and to move forward in the solution. So that's, that's exactly. so powerful. Exactly. And, and you know what? And hope is so important to have because, like, as an avocation, I work with stutterers. And, again, this, this is not just about stuttering. It's overcoming any obstacle in your life. And, you know, part of, part of the title of the book is it's a spiritual and humorous approach to achieving happiness. And I want to take a moment to just explain the difference uh, and, uh, between spirituality and religion and what I mean when sure. I say that, okay, because... It's a very important distinction. Um, religion can be wonderful for people, but it tends to, to put you into a category, and other people are automatically outside of that category. And what spirituality means to me is, that, uh, is only that you acknowledge that there are forces at work in this world that are beyond our comprehension as people. Uh, you can call it nature, you could call it u- the universe, you could call it God, whatever it is that's comfortable for you, as long as you realize that it isn't you that's controlling everything in your life. We don't make the, the tides change, we don't make the seasons change, or the sun come out, or the moon come out. There are, there are tremendous forces at work, and these forces tend to guide our lives. And it's very important to be open to that concept, that... Uh, so that you don't blame yourself when things go wrong. There are certain principles that are very powerful. For instance, you're supposed to work towards getting things that you feel you should have in your life. You know, everybody has goals, and we think we know what we're supposed to do. And sometimes we try very hard, and we, don't, we can't seem to reach that goal that we want to get to. And some people would get very depressed, and they're like, well, I'm the ultimate victim of the universe. Nothing ever works out for me. Things work out for other people, but not for me. But the way of processing that should be, well, I'm not supposed to have this, but I'm supposed to have something better than this. I'm not being punished. I'm supposed to be guided into a different path. 
and the thing I want will be coming to me, but I have to have patience, which is very hard for us as people because we tend to want things right away. You know, as human beings, we're not, we're, very often we're not gifted with patience. And that's one of the things that we have to learn is that you're not being punished, but you're being guided in a certain way to open your life to new things, that, things maybe that you haven't thought of before. So um, I've been blessed to be on the board of this group called the Association for Spirituality and Psychotherapy. And when you talked about being transparent, all the other people on the board are classically trained psychotherapists, except for me. My training was very different. But I've learned that if I, can, if I can open myself up and admit things to people that I'm trying to help, it helps them to get better faster. And it's one of the things that the 12-step programs are based on. 12-step programs are very powerful programs, and they have a spiritual nature to them. And what happens is that people come and they share their inner truth with, with basically strangers, with people that they never met before, and it helps people to get better because they know that they're not alone. Most people who are suffering with emotional illness tend to think that it's only them because the rest of the world looks happy. You know, you walk out in the street and you see people and you say, how are you? And everyone's fine. Everyone says they're great. Or you look on Facebook and you see everyone seems to be having the best time of their lives. And that can lead you to think that you're the only one who has any problems. But when people are willing to share about themselves and open themselves up and make themselves vulnerable, it helps other people around them to get better. And so I do that in my work. You know, I used to, uh, when I would do healing work, which was a gift that was given to me as a child, I, I, would, I would tell people about my own experience because in my own life, I feel I've had to overcome a lot of obstacles and... What I learned afterwards was that I can use that to help other people go through what they're going through. Because if they know that someone else experienced it, it seems to be easier for them to get past it. Does that make sense? That makes sense, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, so I mean, that's ahead. a very big theme in the book, is incorporating spiritual principles into your life. These are ancient spiritual principles that help to guide you through everyday things because we all, we all have problems. Everybody has things that they come across that, um, that could take your life in a different direction. And it's important to try to stay positive. Positivity is very important, especially in sustainable success. Would you agree? Absolutely. I mean, and the thing is, it's always being open-minded. And, and again, you know, not everything, that's why if somebody's in a certain type of maybe religion, it may limit them. Not to say that there's anything wrong with that religion, but maybe something else would better serve them. So that's why being open is so powerful. Exactly. Opening your mind to things that you haven't thought before. One of the things that I tell people when I, uh, I work with them um, to guide them to happiness is to be willing to, to open your mind to things that you haven't considered before. For instance, some people are happy to say that they're atheists or agnostics or whatever, and my answer to them is, how would it diminish you in any way to open your mind to the concept that there are forces in this world that are greater than what you can conceive of, that yes. it's not up to you uh, by yourself to run your life? You know, how could it diminish you in any way? And no one's ever had a good answer for me about that. 
you know? No, that's true. Um, and Jeffrey, we have about 30 seconds to our first break, but I mean, this is powerful information and, and, and people that are listening right now, I mean, case in point, we talked about changing your thoughts. We talked about that, you know, any problem that you may be experiencing, there's always the possibility of making a change or solving the problem if you put your mind to it. You have to want to make that change. And this is what Je- uh, Dr. Jeffrey is pointing out here and where his book really illustrates this from experience. So we're going to be right back after the break. You're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show, and we'll be right back. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. We're here with our guest today, Dr. Jeffrey Gurian. And Jeffrey is the uh, author of Healing Your Heart by Changing Your Mind, A Spiritual and Humorous Approach to Achieving Happiness. And again, Dr. Jeffrey wears many hats and he's also a comedian. So those that are just joining us, we have been talking about the concept of heart wounds and how to go about changing thoughts to improve any situation that you're in that's holding you back. And where we had left off, we were talking more about spirituality and its role in this process versus, say, religion. So, Dr. Gary, I wanted to just finish up where we left off on the spiritual aspect, and then we could get into uh, the uh, next uh, 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 subtopic. That's great, Chris. I, I, you know, I just want to say that uh, you were kind enough to mention my comedy background, but I'm being very serious through this whole thing <laughs> because um, I use humor in a, in a, a way of healing. I, I use humor as an approach when I worked with patients or just in life in general. It's very important to have humor in your life. Um, comedy is such a big part of what I do, 
And, you know, laughter releases endorphins, which are the pleasure chemicals, which help to heal. And there have been many studies. You know, uh, I've been part of groups that bring comedy shows into hospitals to terminally ill people. And it's amazing to see people laugh and see, like, their spirit strengthen when you do something like that. So I just want oh, to say so that true. because I've been no, very serious. No, it's so true. It's so true. It's so powerful. Laughter is... Uh the bet your best medicine and it's be, it should be something that we all should laugh laugh at least a really good laugh every day exactly and that's why being in the comedy world has been such a blessing to me i also wanted to say <clears throat> when we talked about spirituality that uh, you know there uh, there's something called the serenity prayer and and it happened you know it, and it's very involved with how i stopped stuttering because the serenity prayer says, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the most important line is, and the wisdom to know the difference. If I hadn't figured out or been given the grace to figure out that I was able to stop stuttering, I would still be stuttering today. And as you can hear, I no longer stutter. I do radio, TV, I perform, I'm on stage, but I think of my speech every moment. I'm very aware of my speech, and I hear it all the time. I listen to myself. Um, I've trained myself to do that. But the important thing is that when we're facing obstacles in our lives, it's important to know which obstacles we can change and which we can't. Some things we have to accept about ourselves. There are certain things that we cannot change. And if you don't accept them, it'll lead to a life of unhappiness because... Every single one of us has things about us that we would change if we could. But there are certain things that you just can't change. But then there are things that you can change. And that's what I'm talking about when I say, you know, healing your heart by changing your mind. By changing the way you think to bring happiness into your life. So I just wanted to get that point out about the spiritual aspect. And so that people understand that it has absolutely nothing to do with religion. That it's a way of thinking and a way of trusting greater forces around us that are actually guiding us through life. Absolutely. I mean, I think what it comes down to is, again, you know, be able to put into action the things that we can control and the things that we can't, you know, you have to leave that up to the universe or to whatever your higher power faith is and to know that everything will fall into place. Maybe not on your time, but in due time. Right, and, and maybe and, not in the way you expected, but the way it's supposed to. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and I'll say one more thing. You know that these principles, they're easy to say when things are going great in your life. You know, anybody can do that. When they're really important is when it feels like nothing is going right in your life. And I've had that many times. I, I, I look all of a sudden, I, see, I, I feel like not one area of my life is working the way I would like it to. And the truth is that I can't remember any particular uh, fact about what was going wrong because everything passes. Everything good passes, everything bad passes. We all go through periods where things seem very difficult for us. And sometimes it feels like we're being tested. And sometimes you're being tested before you get something really good in your life. <clears throat> I've heard many stories where, <clears throat> excuse me, where people in the entertainment world are ready to leave town because they can't catch a break. And just as they're packing, the phone rings, and they get the job that they've been waiting for all their lives. You know, there's something about letting go. Letting go and giving it up to the universe. You know, 
try your best to get what you want, but if you don't get it, try something else, you know, and just be open. Just be open. Open and willing, I think, is very, very important. No, that's absolutely true. It's so powerful. And, you know, those listening again, you know, spirituality, whatever that means to you, you know, again, keep an open mind. That's really what's really important here. Keep an open mind and come without expectation. Put it Mm -hmm. out there, do your part and allow everything to fall into place. But you got to do your part. Things are not going to just happen on its own. And it may not always necessarily be what you want, but it will be what you are required at that time. And it's a process. This is what growth is all about mm-hmm. and learning to appreciate it every step of the way. So powerful, uh, Dr. Jeffrey. Thank you so much for that. And when you, you talk about in the book also about fear, and obviously this is something where you know fear leads to many things. Fear causes stress. Uh, people, it leads to many different things that people suffer from, like addictions and procrastination. Mm-hmm. Talk about the concept of fear from your perspective in the book and in terms of how people could go about healing their heart, changing their mind for sustainable success. Thank you, Chris. Uh, so many of us face fear. I grew up not, not learning that the world was a safe place, and I grew up fearful of so many different things, you know, I just always had a feeling that something was going to go wrong. And we tend to manifest our worst fears. The things that you focus on very often come true into your life. You, it's kind of like you draw them into your life. Sometimes it's silly things, like I have very bad ADD, so ADD causes a lot of confusion. And confusion leads to fear. And so what I do is I've learned, I've had to challenge myself, and I do it on a daily basis. I have to challenge myself to do everything that's uncomfortable for me. Things that I see other people do comfortably, I have to make myself do. And I'll give you an example. For instance, traveling. Traveling is very difficult for me. Um, I have, my ADD causes such confusion that I'm always lost. I can go someplace for 10 years, and all of a sudden one day, I won't know how to get there. Everything will look different to me. And uh, I was actually tested for ADD, and the doctor who tested me said it was amazing that I was able to graduate at the top of my class. He said, you must have had to work 10 times as hard as everyone else. And it's true. I had to work so hard because in those days, no one was tested for ADD, and I didn't know what it was, that I, why I had such confusion and distraction and things like that. So... I made myself go to Europe by myself, and crazy things happened to me. I'm in the airport, and I get the tip of my sport jacket caught in the zipper of my luggage. I'm attached to my suitcase, and I had to run through the airport all bent over. I looked like a Woody Allen movie. It was ridiculous. (laughs) Theoretically, something like that shouldn't even be able to happen to a person, but those things happen to me on a regular basis. And then my luggage gets lost, and I have to stand on long lines. And then when I get to to Spain, which was my first stop, my suitcase wouldn't open. And I had to break my own suitcase to get my clothes out. Just a lot of ridiculous things happen to me. And I'm sure that it's because I'm nervous when I'm traveling. And again, fear is a constant thing with a lot of people. Fear is a bully. Fear tells you that you can't accomplish the things in your life that you want to accomplish. And just the way you have to stand up to a bully, you have to stand up to fear. 
because fear will get in your way all the time. It just tells you that you can't do it. I didn't start performing for many years because of my fear. My fear stopped me in a lot of ways, but again, I, I wouldn't allow it. Uh, like, if a person stutters, they're really afraid to talk in public because it's very humiliating, it's very embarrassing. And in order to cure myself, I had to make myself give speeches. And so I would sign up in high school and college. I signed up for speech classes, not for therapy, but to give speeches. And the amazing thing was that when I gave a speech, I didn't stutter. It was like I became someone else. Like when an actor gets a, a script for a movie and they have to become that character, I became a character that didn't stutter. And I saw that I could step outside of myself and be someone different than I thought I was. And again, that's changing your thinking, changing your thoughts, opening your mind to the concept that you can create something new for yourself. And yeah. so I find that, I, that I'm, I'm battling fear all the time. There are a lot of things that still make me nervous, and I do them right away. Getting up on stage, you know, performing for people is a very hard thing to do, especially in comedy. It's one of the hardest things in the world. You know, to get up on a stage and try to convince strangers that what you think is funny is funny, is a very, it's a very hard thing to do. Like, I'll be doing it again tomorrow night. I'm hosting a show at a big club in New York City, and I'm wow. working on my material, you know, and I perform a lot, but, and, and, you know, when I go up there, I'm fine, but before, I always feel tense, and it's a very common thing. The famous comedian Jim Gaffigan told me that for the first seven or eight years of his career, he got, he got uh, so sick before he went on stage, he got physically ill. And it took that many years for it to go away. So it happens, but you must confront the fear. You cannot let the fear get the best of you because it'll stop you. You know, you'll stay in bed with the covers over your head. And so uh, fear, is a, is, it's, it's a very important thing, you know, um, some people, they're, they're, excuse me, there are acronyms for fear, F-E-A-R. Like some people look at it as like F everything and run, but yep. I look at it as face everything and recover. Recover. You know? Just well, you made, a power, you, made, you made a powerful th statement. I mean, you know, the thing about fear is it could be paralyzing. And this is why a lot of people never fulfilled their true self and, and their purpose or their dreams because they allowed a fear to keep them where they are. And what you have talked about today and, and what's in your book is it shows you how, you know, you're human. You're, you're, you have these fears. You have ADD. I can, I can relate because I have ADHD and I've learned how to manage it over the years. That's to, ADD you know, in high definition. In high definition. You got <laughs> it. But I learned how to master it in a way that I bring out the positive side rather mm -hmm. than succumb. And it took a lot of practice. There's a lot of discipline. There's a lot of habits that I do daily to offset that. So I don't, rec I don't take medication. I've n I haven't had to in many, many years. So where I'm going with this on the side of the fear thing is that you've confronted it. And then there are so many people, like you mentioned comedians that, you know, there are a lot of comedians that had a lot of fear. I mean, even the late great Robin Williams would probably fair to say that when he was doing stand up comedy before he became a popular actor, even though he suffered from depression you know, he had fear. His depression caused fear. He would be the first to tell you, but you just have to go out there and confront it. You got to go out there and just do it. You know, especially if you're afraid to speak or you're afraid to get on stage, just putting yourself out there, making yourself vulnerable and knowing that 
you know, what you're going to do the best you can and let everything, you know, fall into place from there. And you'll realize that a lot of times what you thought may happen doesn't happen. It actually is the opposite. But we exactly. only will know that if we go through. So go ahead. I didn't want. I just wanted to reinforce that how that really hit home for me. No, I'm so glad that you did because it's it's such an important concept. Fear will try and stop you at every at every turn. It it gives you negative messages, and again, a lot of these messages are from your heart wounds, what people have told you growing up, things negative things and thoughts that people have projected onto us that we hold on to. For some reason, we hold on to our trauma more than happy events. You know, I write a lot about cellular memory in the book, and cellular memory is a fascinating concept to me because it means that every single thing that happened to you since you are born is still inside of you. Every single experience that you've had in all five of your senses is still lodged inside of you. So it's the reason why you can hear a song and it'll remind you of the boy or girl you liked in the third grade with no thought involved. It's like a sensory deja vu. Or you, you, you uh, smell a perfume and you're like, my kindergarten teacher wore that perfume. It takes you back automatically. And so all those things are lodged inside of us and they act as triggers, especially the painful things. If you were dating somebody that lived on a certain street, and you broke up painfully, every time you go near that neighborhood or near that street, you'll feel something internal inside. You'll actually get a physical response because those things are lodged in your cellular memory. And you can change those things. As I said, it takes a lot of work. But, and, and I talk about that in the book. There are processes for yeah. releasing those things so that they don't stay with you for your whole life because some of those things will damage you. And, and as I said... They change every decision you make. They, they, they work on you constantly. And the idea is that your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between fact and fiction. It believes no, whatever you tell it, which is the power behind the power of positive thinking. So if you tell yourself that you're a loser, that's what you're going to manifest in your life. And if you're telling yourself you're a loser because other people have given you that negative feedback, then you have to change that. Because everybody has the potential to be successful, and everyone has the potential to be happy. And in order to do that, you must change the way you think. If you tell your, yeah. your subconscious mind that you're a winner, then you will also bring that into your life. No, you that's so true. what you think about. Pardon me? No, yeah, absolutely. We, we're going to be going to break here, Dr. Gary. And so I want, this is powerful stuff. Anybody that's listening with, with Dr. Gurian is talking about, you know, fear, it's, it's being recognizing those triggers. It's so important. And there are ways to eliminate, in some cases, or even offset these triggers if you practice daily habits and disciplines daily. This is something you're going to find in his book. It's something that I've explained in my book. But his book, get his book. And we're going to talk about that a little later in the show. So you're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. We'll be right back after the break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. 
Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success Radio Show. If you're just joining us here, we've been spending some time with Dr. Jeffrey Gurian, the author of Healing Your Heart by Changing Your Mind, A Spiritual and Humorous Approach to Achieving Happiness. We're going to talk a little bit later where you could go about finding this book, and it's definitely a true find if you've been listening to what uh, Dr. Gurian has been talking to us today about. And for those that are joining us, uh, we, we're going to be getting into another concept on how to create a happiness center. So Dr. Gurian, um, in terms of where we had let, what talked about, we talked about heart wounds, we talked about uh, you know the concept of fear and the role of how to recognize triggers. Explain to us what, from the book, what the concept of creating a happiness center is for our listeners today and those that will be on demand. Sure. Uh, I actually had a healing center for a while, and I called it the happiness center. My belief is that happiness is there for everyone, and it may not seem like it at times in your life, but it actually is. It's, it's an attainable goal. And one of the most important things, I created the term happiness center for what I think people should create for themselves, where they live, whether you have one small room or a mansion, it doesn't matter, um, the only place we, where we can control our environment is where we live. Once you leave the house, you're at the mercy of whatever the universe has in store for you. You can't control anything that's going to happen. You know, every time you make a left turn instead of a right turn, your whole life is different. When you leave your house, if you go one way or the other way, your whole life will change. But you can't overthink that. You can't because you would become catatonic. You just have to go. Whichever way you go is the way you're supposed to go. One way you may trip and fall. The other way you may win a million dollars. Who knows, right? So the only place that you can control your environment is where you live. And what I teach people is to create a happiness center by surrounding yourself with everything that makes you smile. Um, In my house, I have white carpeting, a white piano. Everything is white and bright and happy-looking. you surround yourself with pictures of people that you care about, you know, pictures of people that you love or that you've met. Uh, I collect little toys, you know. Um, it may sound silly to some people. My house, I always have balloons in my house. When people come over, they say to me, are you having a party? And I say, always, because to me, balloons are a symbol of happiness. 
You never see balloons at a funeral. You only see balloons at a happy place. So it may sound childish to some people, but to me, it's what I do. I have crayons around. I have things that remind me of childhood. It's very important to stay connected to your inner child because inside of each one of us is the child that we used to be. You know, and you remember how much fun it used to be when your friends would come to your house and say, hey, can Chris come out to play? And you got all excited. Well, that's not supposed to stop. Just because we grow up and we get serious and we have jobs and things, you're still supposed to stay connected to that part of you that would get excited to go out and play. And that's what I do, and that's what I teach people. So uh, whether it's colors or interesting little things, you know, on my stove, if you walk into my kitchen, I have a pot filled with balloons, <laughs> and I call it balloon soup. And when my kids come over, they, they just think it's hilarious, you know. I have a, plates of pasta and bowls of styrofoam to offer people. And, you know, again, a lot of it may seem silly to people, but to me, it's funny, to me. And that's why I do it. And it's a very personal thing. So what I tell people is surround yourself, take your own environment, and surround yourself with things that make you feel good wherever you look. Don't leave out papers from lawsuits and pictures of people that did wrong things to you, that didn't treat you well. Because when you see those things, you internalize them. I leave affirmations around my house. Every place you look are positive affirmations. And... You don't have to stop to read them. Because of cellular memory, your vision takes them in. As you walk past them, you, you automatically internalize the messages that are there, and they become part of your thinking. That's how you, you almost have to kind of brainwash yourself. Affirmations are very important. When I, when I wanted to change my mind to stop stuttering, I used affirmations, telling myself, there is no need for me to stutter. I no longer have to stutter. Fluency is freedom. And I would, take these, I would take these affirmations and repeat them hundreds and hundreds of times in order to change my thinking. It's almost like brainwashing yourself, you know? And <clears throat> so the concept of a happiness center is very, very important for people because when you come home at the end of a long day, it's important that you see things that make you feel connected to the universe, that make you smile, and that just make you happy. And... That's what I do. How does that sound to you, Chris? I think that's wonderful, and it's so true because here's the thing that a lot of people probably that are listening, some may understand it, some may not, but let's uh, clarify it. When you were talking about like you know your environment, and this is what's where it plays an important role, whether whatever whatever's important to you, whether if it's having success at the next level in your business, whether it's having uh, achieving optimal wellness or overall well-being or having thriving relationships, you have to create that environment that's going to reinforce that. So you had talked about if, you know, if you have things, let's say you, you were divorced or, and you had like divorce papers laying around or things that reminded you of that past relationship. And now you're in a new relationship. Well, what's that, what is that going to do? It's going to remind you, it's going to bring this back it, like into the present moment and it's going to create friction unconsciously with the new person you're with. So it's very important that you to recognize that everything is energy, everything, and there's negative energy and there's positive energy. So from things of the past that were negative experiences, if there are anything, any remnants of that, you know, in your environment, there's still power there and that energy can still be kept alive 
that you can bring into the present moment. And this is why really decluttering or when I say decluttering, it's not that you have to have a clean home, but it's to declutter the things that don't no longer serve you. Exactly. And you know what? I have to interrupt because I'm so glad that you mentioned that as an example about having like a relationship that ended. Because in my book, I talk about my divorce, which was a very difficult thing to go through for anyone, uh, no matter what side of it you're on. It creates a lot of pain in your life. Uh, But um, the woman that I was married to wound up um, remarrying, uh, adopting two children, and having another one of her own. And those two children needed to be adopted, and that other child needed to be born. And that couldn't have happened had we stayed together. And we are friends. And I'm at their home with her and her husband and my children and their children. I have a very big extended family. And that is a true blessing. Um, So many people in this world get divorced and they hate each other. And especially if you have children, they couldn't be those children. If you love your children, they couldn't be those particular children without that other person's DNA. And I always talk about this because I'm very grateful to that woman for being such a good mother and for giving me that gift of having children, that everyone has that opportunity. And that was, to me, that was something that was very important. And so I really honor her for that. And it's helped us to get along very well over the years. And it's something that I always like to talk about. Again, when you mentioned being transparent, a lot of people don't talk about their own lives, but I feel that if I can use my life as an ex- as use my experience as an example, that it's possible that it could help someone who's listening to it, who's going through something like that right now, and help them to think a different way, you know, to try and be grateful for the good times that you did have. And to me, that's very important. I actually have pictures up from our early days together when my kids were little, and I keep them around because to me, they're, they're nice to see. Um, if they caused me trauma, then those are the kind of things that you don't put out. But in changing the way you think, and in the title of my book, again, it's about changing your mind. That's really what you're doing here. You're ch- when, when you change the way you think, you're literally changing your mind. And that's what you have to do in order to achieve happiness. There are so many ways of doing it, and it's a process. It doesn't happen overnight. Yes. But you can't go to the gym one time and and wind up with the body that you want. You know, you can't take one piano lesson and wind up in Carnegie Hall. It's a it's a process. It's a definitely a process, and you're so right. And you know, and what you just reinforced there was again that a lot of times people are praying and praying and praying for things to change, and they pray, they pray, they pray. And the thing is, the reality is religion or the universe, whatever you, whatever it means to you, it's, it's there to grant you your wish, maybe not on your time, but, you know, in during the process. But what people have to understand, it's always the decision rests with us. We have to make that decision that we want to change. We have to put into action the things that are no longer serving, to shed what's no longer serving us and to implement what will serve us and then allow our faith to do their part. And that's what's so important, what you've been talking about today, as well as what's in your book. And I can't agree with you more. I mean, I think creating a happiness center is a wonderful concept. And I think it means different things for different people. So whatever that means to you listeners, you know, create your own happiness center, create it in your car, create it in your home, create it in your workplace, 
mm-hmm. create it around anybody. I mean, again, whatever that means to you, because this is this you got this one life and you have the choice to live it the way you want to, whether if it's in your false self or your true self. Jeffrey and I have chosen our true self. Right. However, and- we walked in the shoes of the false self. So that was such great information that you shared. Thanks. And there, uh, there are two quick statements that I want to leave with the listeners. One is that you can't get better with the same mind that got you sick in the first place, that you need new thoughts, and the new thoughts are very often the spiritual wisdom that I was talking about. And the other one is that you can't change your past. The only thing that you could change is your perspective of your past. Each of those things has to do with thought. And so it just reinforces the things that we've been talking about for the last hour. No, it's so true. It's so true. And while we're, you know, we're here, Dr. Uh, Gurian, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, what you're working on right now. You know, where, where can people find you and, and more information on where people can find your book, Healing Your Heart by Changing Your Mind, A Spiritual and Humorous Approach to Achieving Happiness. Well, okay, my website is ComedyMattersTV.com. If they go to ComedyMattersTV.com, it's going to open up on a lot of showbiz stuff. You're going to see a lot of comedians that you like, because a lot of it is about comedy and entertainment. But there's a whole other column in the menu where that says About. If you bring that down, you'll see a, a section on spirituality and healing. You'll see a section on headache therapy, because I developed a way to get rid of headaches without medication or injections or anything like that. You'll see my stuttering therapy for people that you may know who are problemed with that, you know, with uh, stuttering, who may want to be helped. Um, so it's ComedyMattersTV.com. Um, I have a YouTube channel for people who love comedians. Um, where, where I have, uh, I'm coming up on about 1.7 million views uh, with people like Jim Carrey and Chelsea Handler and Trevor Noah and D.L. Hughley. Every big comedian is on my channel, and that's on YouTube. If you go to youtube.com slash Gurian News Network, I'm on Facebook, Jeffrey Gurian, G-U-R-I-A-N as in Nancy, and uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram with the same at Jeffrey Gurian, and my book is available on Amazon. It's available as an e-book, and it's also available as a paperback book. And it combines, it's a, it's a lifetime of work. It combines my work in alternative medicine and comedy, which is an unusual combination. But um, I've managed to bring them together because both of them put positive energy out to the universe. And that's always been my goal, is to put positive energy out to people to the universe, and to try and bring happiness into people's lives. So I think everybody knows how to get to Amazon. Uh, Would I be correct in saying that, Chris? Yes, absolutely. I mean, every, I would say that most people, that's where, when it comes to books, that's where they're buying it. And it, like I said, it's, it's the holiday season and, and give yourself the true gift, especially going in with new year's resolutions. It starts with, you know, you know, healing your heart, changing your mind Get a copy of Jeffrey's book and 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 begin to really put it to use. You know, read it once, read it a second time, and begin to kind of implement some of the things that you know Jeffrey talks about. You know, use his experience and, and to see how it aligns with your own personal experience to make that pivot. So it's so powerful. So again, Amazon.com. So and Dr. I just Jeffrey, want to this- say that it became a bestseller on Amazon, and so far I have over fifty five star reviews. 
So I'm hoping that your listeners will pick it up and, and share it with friends, with like-minded people. That's fabulous, fabulous. Guys, this, is, this book just came out, so it's already making a huge mark. So, you know, we have about a minute and a half, Dr. Uh, Jeffrey. So just before, I'm, I'm going to have to close out the show here a little bit, but in, in one minute, I just wanted you just to summarize some of the key points that we talked today that the listeners can take away. And actually in about 30 seconds that you can summarize in 30 seconds. Sure, Chris. Yeah. Uh, I think I could do that. And I just want to thank you again for the opportunity to share this with people. The idea is that we're all, we're all harboring thoughts that could be harmful to us, negative thoughts from our childhood, and it's possible to release them and to let them go to achieve happiness in our lives by changing the way you think. And I'll repeat this last thing. You can't get better with the same mind that got you sick. You need new thoughts uh, to bring you to another state of happiness. And you can't change your past. The only thing you could change is your perspective of your past. And that's all in the book. So I hope you'll check it out and share it with your friends. Great. And thank Dr. you so much, Chris. Thank you so much. Dr. Gurian, thank you for uh, joining us today and taking time out of your busy schedule. And again, it, you know, I encourage you to also, if you're in the New York City area, Check, check out Dr. Gurian. He, you, you can also catch him live at, at, at and uh, doing some comedy. Again, we want to thank you listeners today for joining us and those that will be listening on demand later. Uh, you know, take you know, take note of everything that's been said today and start making some shifts today and changes with your thoughts to improve where you are in your life. Again, thank you for joining us at the Sustainable Success Radio Show. You can find us on iTunes and Voice America Influencer Channel and also the Sustainable Success 2017 Facebook page. We hope you have a great rest of your day, and we'll be back next Wednesday. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.